Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show, live from Walk-Ons, Sports Bistro in Conway on 106.7 Buzz 2. Bears looking to double pass here. Kylan James with time, has an opportunity downfield, caught. Gerard Barnes is off to the races. 20, 10, 5. The Bears are the best in America at the running back pass for touchdowns. Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acri will recap previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Returnable from the 17. Richmond across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. He's got one man to beat. He's down the sideline. He's into the end zone for the second time this year. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk On Sports Bistro in Conway and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. And also brought to you in part by HD Roofing and Construction, Highland Dairy, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Moik's RV, and Fairfield Inn and Suites. They're going to bring some pressure, it looks like. They're going to hand it off the Bears, do off the right side. And there he goes. Hale of midfield, 40, 35, 30, slips a tackle, 25, 20, 10, 5, pylon, and yes, touchdown, Central Arkansas, Darius Hale. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. All right, welcome in. On a uh, magnificent Monday night, great to be with you back at Walk-Ons. Coach Brown, Justin Acre here. Appreciate Todd Pierce back in the studio. And uh, happy to be with you. Bears coming off a tough road loss against the number two team in the nation. And if anybody watched that game, I don't think there's any doubt that that number, if it's going to be changed from number two, could only be changed to number one. It was uh, remarkable. But, uh, again, a hard-fought battle in the Bears I think learned a lot of valuable lessons. 49-31, the final coach. Great to have you with us. And, again, you know, really was a pretty smooth trip up there. Quick flight up there, and uh, you guys obviously took it like a business trip. Felt like you had a great shot going in. Uh, You certainly, you know, learned a little bit about North Dakota State, probably learned a lot about yourself. Yeah, I I thought it was a successful trip other than, obviously, the loss. I mean, you don't go into a game like that, uh, you know, with any intention other than winning the game. I mean, similar to week one – at Oklahoma State. I mean, we go in to win the game. And so, uh, obviously, frustrated with the loss. I think our players are frustrated with the loss. But, look, we went we went head-to-head to me with, uh, you know, if there's a better team out there at our level, I'd, I'd, I'd have to see them because that's a that's a special group up there that Coach Entz has. And, and our guys competed. And, and really, really, if you take away a couple mistakes on our part, um, a great play on them on the on the interception and then, you know, the fumble leading out the second half, I mean, that's 14 points right there that, that may, you know, are some, some, some hidden stats. And so, uh, pleased with the way we played. I mean, we 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 held our held our own as far as that goes physically, but um, but again, they 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 exposed us in some areas and stuff we got to work on going into UAC play this week. A uh, couple of numbers here, and um, we're going to have a couple of guests who played significant roles in that one, and will play significant roles for your team the rest of the year. So Derek Powell will join us, and we'll also talk to David David Walker and Coach. You know, that was a game where you know Tamarian Wilson had talked to me earlier in the season about. He wanted to play well, and he did. He had some, you know, good numbers. I know he's playing a little bit under the weather, but um, there obviously are going to be scouts watching North Dakota State. Yeah. And, and I think you have a couple of guys here tonight that made a pretty good case for being very serious uh, potential NFL players. Yeah, I mean, 
Well, we, we feel like we've got several that have a chance that hopefully if the if the timing's right and, and it works out in their favor that have a chance to make money one day and you know it, it, what a, what a stage to do it on. I mean that's a uh, that's a premier program that you know consistently puts you know multiple guys in the league and, and multiple draft picks you know historically uh, every single year. So um, super proud of obviously the two guys that are with us today, Sean Derek and, and David, and the way they played. They played like all Americans is what they played like, and that's that's what you need your big time players to do in big time moments and games like that is to play like that. And you know Tamari and Wilson played had 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 a great game. You know Cameron Godfrey made plays. I thought Will McIlvain played great. I mean, like he was poised. Uh, he had the interception, but that really wasn't his fault. It was a great play by their All-American defensive end. And, uh, you know, just it, we've got to build on the good things we did because here's the deal. Uh, we're going to play a lot of good teams. And, and the UAC, there's going to be no week that you can take off. And, and you know, teams are going to match up similar to us, and, and we're going to have to play really well. But, but you know, are we playing Oklahoma State and North Dakota State over the next eight weeks? You know, talent-wise and, and tradition-wise and culture-wise, probably not. You know, so we we put ourselves in a position to compete against the best in the first three weeks and and competed and had chances to be in the game and win those games, and that's what I'm proud of. Now we've got to get on the right side of it this week against a, a, a good opponent in Abilene Christian. Yeah, you faced some adversity. They came right out and scored right down the field. I mean, just methodically drove it down, and then you get the pick six, as you mentioned, and a bad break there. And you, you know, you mentioned a little bit. Look, I mean, Will is a, a great player, but he ain't six five. Yeah, that, that that that's one thing he's going to struggle with, and especially against you know guys that are relentless like like North Dakota State, guys that have length like Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, get their hands up and, and make plays, and so that's what happened. I mean, look, a great play pa- play call by Coach Ken Collins on that play. Kylan James might still be running if we can get the ball to him. I mean, he came in and w- went to the flat and. It was exactly what we thought would happen. Their, their big guy just got his paw up, and unfortunately the ball bounced right to him. And, you know, you wish that ball would have been tipped and fell to the ground, but uh, great play by him. And, uh, you know, that's just part of it. Will's 5'11 on a good day, and and, uh, and, and, and he's got to find throwing lanes, and unfortunately they were able to tip that ball up and make a play. Yeah, we talked going in. Again, you don't have to play perfect, but you have to play darn you close do. to him because they, they don't make any mistakes. They, they give you nothing. You lose the uh, turnover battle 0-2, yep. and then the penalties, Coach, I mean, 9 for 79 – you know, maybe not as high profile or quite as, uh, I guess, easy to pick out significant penalties like maybe the last time you yeah. guys were up there. But, you know, obviously it all adds up, and, and you got to play a little bit cleaner than that to have a chance to beat those guys. Yeah, I think we had three procedure penalties, you know, pre-snap penalties where maybe the crowd got us a little bit um, on offense. Um, so that's frustrating because that's discipline penalties. I mean, you can deal with the effort penalties, the, you know, get a hold here and there. I mean, you, you, you'll teach off that. Um, and then we had two two uh, really selfish penalties. You know, we had a, a late hit on our center one time, and then, you know, uh, uh, on a pump play we, we got – Got it. Got a hold of a uh, helmet came off and kind of flung it. Uh, just a discipline penalty. So that, that stuff was corrected last night. But yeah, you can't do that. I mean, look, they're they're disciplined. There's a reason why they've won nine national championships in the last 12 years. Uh, that's not a fluke. And uh, and so you do almost have to play a perfect game up there to beat those guys in the Fargo Dome. And and and, and that place and atmosphere and 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 the way it was ran was everything I expected. It yeah, to I was going to ask you about that. It's, so it's obvi- special. Obviously, last time you go up there, it's COVID and you don't have an opportunity to play in front of a full crowd like you did in this game uh how, how did it you know stand up to what your expectations were it was as loud as we thought it was going to be i mean it was it was comparable to boone pickens at oklahoma state you know that you know it was it's a different type uh loud in there because it echoes i mean it's a tight it's a you know it's a state stadium that holds eighteen thousand, but it's a stadium that's right on top of you and it's indoors and so everything is magnified and so they're passionate fan base knows when to scream and when to be loud and when they're on offense they're really quiet i mean it's just a 
you know, the whole deal is exactly what the way people explained it. So, yeah. um, you know, it is what it is, and, and that's a great experience for us, and hopefully it'll bode well for us moving forward in some aspect. But I thought we handled it for the most part pretty well. I would like to tell our listeners that if I make any noises like a grunt or a, if I yell out or anything, the Saints are playing right now. So I'm focused on what we're doing here, Coach, and yet I am also paying attention to what New Orleans is it trying to do down Carolina. Right there. They missed an opportunity. Man. But we'll, we'll would have made that throw. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, we got a couple of outstanding performers who will join us today. We talked about that already. Derek Powell, coach, he was the best player on the field. I mean, you know, he's the best running back by far. I think he was the best player on the field in the game. And I don't know if anybody talked to you about him, you know, from their coaching staff or their players after the game. But it was an incredible performance on Saturday. Well, I think. Sean Derrick's one of those guys that you, you see on film and you see he's a great running back. And we saw it last year when he was at UNA. I mean, but what separates him is he's not a big guy, and, and, and that, but he's very fast, but he plays physical. I mean, he you talk about someone when at the point of contact that pitches a fit with his feet um, and doesn't go down, has an unbelievable balance. I mean, and Coach Jens mentioned that to me. I had a chance to speak with him for a few minutes after the game, and he just said, man, we did – I mean, I don't – he didn't say he underestimated his talent, but he said, man, that guy's hard to tackle. And, they, and, it, and it's evident through the first three weeks. Well, preparation pays off. And, you know, it's funny because Coach Fodio and I were talking about uh, Shanderic before the game. We were talking about his work ethic and what he's able to accomplish in the uh, weight room. It's pretty remarkable, especially when you consider his size. So he is uh, – he's an impressive player. We're going to get uh, either – Shun Derrick or I think we'll go Shun Derrick since we're on his on the subject. Let's go with it. We'll get David Walker in here in a little bit. I'm not going to tell either one of them what to do, but uh, <laughs> we'll get one of them over here first, uh, Shun Derrick, and then we'll talk to David Walker a little bit later. We'll go through the game a little bit more thoroughly as well. Stay with us. Nathan Brown show here at Walk-Ons in Conway. We'll continue after this. Stay with us. have a question or comment for the head bear send justin a message on twitter at justin acre seven now back to the nathan brown show presented by walk-ons sports bistro in conway 955 south amity road on the buzz radio network powell staying a running back set to the right side of McElvain. he'll get the handoff up the middle cutting through still on his feet 35 30 25 20 there he goes by everybody into the end zone Touchdown, Central Arkansas! Should Derek Powell better than everybody on that one? They will hand it off up the middle. Got some room to go. Goodbye, Shinderick Powell. 40, 30, 20, 10. He looks back as if to mock the would-be defenders. You're not going to catch him today, tomorrow, or ever. Touchdown, Central Arkansas, <laughs> Shinderick Powell. All right, he wasn't mocking anybody. Welcome uh... back here to... To walk-ons. I got a little wound up. It was just very impressive to see, and it was uh, obviously one of the great bright spots in the game on Saturday. And for the first time on the Nathan Brown Show, Shandarik Powell joining us. Congratulations on a great performance. I know he would have rather probably uh, had four or five yards rushing and won the game, but uh, you certainly did your, your part. It was impressive to see. How, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, we're certainly glad to have you in Conway, and uh, we'll talk more about your, your path to get here, but... Uh, How'd you feel going in? I mean, a lot of the guys I know had this game circled, excited about it. Obviously, they've been the gold standard in, in college football at the FCS level for a long time. Were you excited about this game? Very excited. Um, you know, um, I came here to try to compete uh, because I didn't get a lot of uh, competing at the school I was at before. And um, 
I just wanted to go into a team that played competitive games. And, yeah. Uh, that's what I wanted. How much was it coming back home? How much of a factor was that for you? Uh, it was a big factor. Um, I was getting ready to have my son, and um, I just had to make a decision for him instead of just being selfish and going to another school. So I had to make a decision for him to get help. Yeah. Where I can get help. So. I think that was a great decision. Yeah. I think Coach Brown agrees <laughs> We appreciate with me. that. And no doubt. Um, so what about last year? I mean, you had a very productive year over 1,500 yards, um, but obviously you guys didn't win a lot of games. And we got a chance to see you up close and personal here yeah. in Conway last year. Um, what did you learn through that process? You know, playing it kind of like the other day. I mean, you, you played a high level, unfortunately mm-hmm. came up short in the game. Um, I mean, like, um, uh, how can I say this? Um, I would say um, it was it was all right. I mean, I've lost the games, lost a couple games, but um, I mean, you like winning. I like winning. Yeah, I love winning. I love competing. Yeah, um, I don't like to lose. Oop. I hate losing. Um, I can have two yards, and if we get the dub, I'm happy. I like that. What was your high school program like? Uh, it was great. Uh, we had a great head coach, uh, Coach Tom Sears, and um, Cole Sears. Uh, great coaches, man. I love those guys to death. I do anything for them. So what what happened where you did not start out in Conway? Was there? I'm, I know they they recruited you. What happened? What was the decision to go away from here? Um, it was because of my brother. Um, my brother had committed to North Alabama. Okay. And um, my dad. It was my dad's dream for us to play at the same college. So um, I made that happen. I committed on his birthday, and um, that's why I ended up there. Where is he? Is he still there? No, he's not there anymore. He's, okay. Uh, he's d- at somewhere D two. Um, okay. In uh, Pitt State. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get a walk on here. I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Got plenty he's, of guys. He's, he's pretty good player. I'll yeah. Go <laughs> so. Um, you know, when you came in, obviously this is a team that had a pretty big pedigree. I've asked the other guys about you. Let me ask you about coming into the running back room here with Kylan and with Darius. I mean, you got incredibly talented guys. I know with your talent level, you're not worried about competing with guys. But uh, obviously everybody's got to be willing to take their, their turn here. I mean, what was that like? And, and did you have any second thoughts about it before you made the decision to come here with those guys in that room? Oh, no. Um, I wanted to come here and uh, make those guys better. That's what I wanted. Uh, because I knew – us three and all us three on the same page. I don't know nobody's gonna stop us. Um, I don't think nobody's gonna stop us in the FCS. Um, I, I'm 100 percent with that. And, um, I don't think nobody can take the bruising of us running the ball. Me, Darius, and KP. I don't think nobody can handle that. So, what, what did you think of North Dakota State? And obviously, you had a lot of success. But I mean, what was the experience like? We were just talking about with Coach, the environment. I mean, the the defense. Obviously, they're very talented. Uh, Coach said this is the first time they've given up a 200-yard rushing game since 2010. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm surprised it hadn't been longer than that. But <laughs> what, what did you think of the, the matchup there when you got in the game? Uh, they're, they're very good. Uh, I won't be surprised if they make it to the next championship. Uh, those guys are really good. Um, they had the position, and I just had to do what I had to do to get to the end. Yeah, well, I like that. You did, you did well with that. So we were talking, I was telling everybody, Coach Fodio and I were talking about you before the game. I don't know if your ears were burning, but. We were talking about your strength, and you're a guy that is a warrior in the in the workouts and, oh, yeah. and kills it in the weight room. Where does that come from? Have you always been a guy that is trying to hammer it out in there? Oh, yeah, always. Um, I got it from my dad. My dad always told me to, you know, just push, push, push in the weight room, take that very serious. So ever since then, I, I took that very serious. I don't take that lightly at all. When I go in there, I go in there and do my business. And when it's done, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. you're the. Uh, are you the fastest guy on the team? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did not debate that. And I haven't heard anybody say anything to the contrary, so I think that's pretty well established. But you're not the biggest guy. Do you feel like uh, you – I see smiling today, but, I mean, do you play with a chip on your shoulder, a little edge in the game? Um, Man, 
Not really, because um, it, it doesn't matter to me. Um, if you if you're a dog, man, you're a dog. So it, your talent's gonna show regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why I say your talent's gonna always show. Tell me what you're thinking about or looking for when you're in the in the heap. I mean, when you're running up the middle, and that and uh, people will think, you know, hey, he's a speedster, he's gonna get outside. I mean, you worked your way through the middle of the line there a couple of times. What what are you looking for? And then we were talking about your ability to jump cut and kind of working sure. off your blocks. What are you thinking about in the in the moment? Uh man, I'm thinking touchdown. That's all I think is touchdown. Um, but um, I try to set up guys. Um, I'm not only looking at the linemen. I mean the defensive line. I'm also looking at the linebackers and the safety from the corner of my eye and stuff like that. So I have to look every everywhere on the field just right. in case I make the wrong move. So I I want to make the right move on the field. Well, most guys are trying to hit the home run. You know they don't run. You know, inside, you'll see guys bounce stuff a lot. I mean, you're willing to do what you got to do to get through there. We, we were watching film today on Abilene, and, yeah. and we were watching. He was sitting there. It's funny because we were sitting there. He, he spent about 30 minutes, 45 minutes with our coaching staff watching film. I mean, that's what you love in a kid. But he saw the way a, a, a kid was running against Abilene's defense, and he, and he said, Coach, I'm going to make this cut. And it was a cut back across the field because, he again, he's, he's seeing big picture. He sees the safety rolling down. He's able to jump cut and then go back to the field with his speed. I mean, that, but that's that's next-level stuff there. I mean, that's what you're looking for. So I read your comments after Texas College. You had three carries, two touchdowns, and you said you were upset you didn't score on all three. Yeah. You were serious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, how do you think the balance has been? Obviously, KP's been productive. Uh, you know, Darius, I thought, had some really nice runs the other day when he was in there. Uh, how do you think the balance has worked out with you three since you guys have got into games? Um, I think it's, it's good. Um we're going to get those guys some more carry and stuff so uh, they can, you know, get warmed up and stuff. I, I try to get those guys in, uh, some plays. And um, once we get those guys going, you know, we're going to be hard to stop and take. I want to ask you about your NFL aspirations because I'm, I'm pretty convinced you're going to have a good shot to get there. You know, I don't know if you get drafted. Again, they're so picky about size. But yeah. to your point, performance should matter more. Yeah. Has that been a goal of yours for a long time? Always since I was a kid. Uh, I always told my dad since I was a little boy, I'm going to the NFL for them because uh, we, we had a hard time growing up. So um, it's always been for them. Yeah. And it's going to be for my son next. I love that. So let me ask you about that before we let you go here, about balancing that. I mean, it's hard enough for a student athlete. So you got, you know, obviously schoolwork, you got football preparation, and now your dad too. How's that going? Well, it's hard sometimes with him, but uh, I, I got to be the best. Is he gotta sleeping? Be. That's what yeah, I want to know. Yeah. Oh, sometimes, Some, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes. But yeah. when he when he gives me sleep, he, he gives me my sleep. But when he don't, man, it's ah, yeah, hair's on fire. But uh, if I want to be the best, I got to get it done. That's right. So how about this week, real quick? I believe Christian sounds like you've already seen some tape. What are you thinking? Um, we're going to win the game. Feeling good. We're going to go. We're going to win the game. Get the job done. Get ready for the next. Time. Does the mentality change when conference play starts, or is it kind of the same? Just another game. You kind of focus one game at a time. I take it one game at a time. Never uh, under, underestimate people. So um, I just go out there and do my job. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good team. That's the thing we talked about the schedule, coach. Yeah, I mean, they're good. They're Abilene Christians. Yeah, their resume is pretty good coming in. You know, you got Southern Utah in a couple of weeks. We've seen what they've done. Almost got an upset against the Power Five this year. And there's they didn't do any favors on the schedule this year. I mean, this is, the UAC is a little better maybe than people were expecting. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, there's there's no there's no days off. Yeah, uh, but but again, that's why a guy like him comes to our program because he wants to play. I told him before the game the other day. Kind of patted him on the butt and looked in the crowd as we were doing pregame warmups. I said, "This is why he came to UCA was playing games like this." Yeah, and that's that's the truth. Well, the good news is, I mean, as as talented as these teams are going to face are going forward, it shouldn't be a whole lot more difficult than facing North Dakota State. I wouldn't think. So yeah. maybe get another shot at them in the 
in a championship down the road here. What do you oh, think? Yeah. That'd oh, be all right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'd love another shot. That'd oh, be yeah. awesome. We'd love another shot. Well, so, Derek, I'm glad that uh, you came here. I don't know if you know this or not, and I was looking through some numbers here. You are number one in the country now in yards per carry at 11.4. You're third in the country uh, in rush yards per game at 146. So, so far, so good, I would say. Yeah, that's pretty good. Your teammates are doing pretty well, too. So, um, <laughs> Hale's at 7.2 and Kylan's at 9.4. And they they have to have a few more carries to, to qualify officially, but they'd be Kyle would be fourth and, and Darius would be sixteenth in yards per carry. So how about we get a little love the offensive line? I oh, mean, you oh, lose oh, Fraser Rose week one, but you guys have done yep. a good job up front. Those guys have put in the work, man. Those guys they work their butt off each and every day, and I just tell them, man, just give me a second. Yeah, give me a second. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm making it happen. Right, clearly, you did. That's all it takes. <laughs> well, listen, congrats. Good luck this week. Thank you. All right, that's from Derek Powell. Nate the Brown Show here at Walk-Ons in Conway. Continuing after this, David Walker, part of that defensive line attack, did a nice job causing problems. But, again, not many mistakes to be made from those two quarterbacks from North Dakota State last week. So we'll talk more about that as we continue on. You're listening to the Nate the Brown Show from Walk-Ons in Conway on the Buzz Radio Network. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. Man in motion is Butler. They're going to throw it to him outside. Gets a block to the corner. Touchdown, Central Arkansas. And a great job walling it off after the catch. Good design there as they brought Butler in motion, threw it to him, and he scores the touchdown. All right, welcome back. It is 727 here at Walk-Ons in Conway. Justin Akery with Coach Nathan Brown, and we are joined now by defensive star David Walker for Central Arkansas. And, uh, David, you know, I know you were looking forward to the opportunity, too. You know, Tamari and I talked about this is a showcase game. This is an opportunity for you guys to really showcase your skills in front of uh, some NFL eyes, and I asked you earlier in the season, too, do you have NFL dreams? And you said. Yes. But you also said, if that's God's plan, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. So uh, how'd you feel about your performance? How was it going up against this team that plays pretty efficient football? Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, I feel like during the week we had a great game plan. Um, they were big, you know. They were they were uh, well coachable and um I feel like when we lined up correctly, we were we were just as good as them. You yeah. Know? And they just we just got aligned and uh, overall they just outschemed us. Well, I was telling coach, it's hard because you know I've never seen a team. I'm watching through the binoculars. I've never seen a team that is so good at getting a hat on a hat. When you see it drawn up on the board, that's what it looks like in execution. I mean, those guys do not miss many blocks, do they? Yeah. Um, they were holding a lot, though. <laughs> but yeah, 
definitely. They were hat on the hat. He can't sure. get fined, right? He no, can say that. no, he's good. It was pretty obvious, Elvis. Chris Kane, I thought, was going to lose his mind in the booth. He was very upset with some of that. Um, you got a couple of good shots, though. You got a clean clean shot on the quarterback. When things part, it looked like the Red Sea parting, and you're running through there full steam ahead. What are you thinking about when you're bearing down on the quarterback? It felt good. You know, <laughs> it felt good to get, like, my first clean sack and um, – to, to let them know that, that we're, we're going to fight to the end. You know, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep chewing. And tomorrow we're just going to get back on the drawing board and get ready for Abilene. Yeah. Um, 25 and a half tackles for loss, 14 and a half sacks in your career, and you're just three games into your second year here. I, I'm going to ask you a question that may sound dumb, but um, has it seemed easier than you expected when you got here? I mean, transitioning from D2, is it similar? I mean, is your success is about the same. You're having about the same kind of – Rate of success when it comes to creating negative plays. It's all right. It's, I feel like it's the same. You know, um, once you put the work in, once you continue to work, continue to work, uh, it just it just becomes normal. You know, uh, I'm so used to working, and and on Saturdays it just shows that all the work I put in. And honestly, yeah, it's paying off. Yeah. So Oklahoma State, North Dakota State, you've already played these teams. I mean, obviously you're going to face some really good competition going forward. How do you feel like you guys are prepared for the the conference schedule now? I think we're ready. Um, we're prepared to face up against big, bigger matchups. I mean, we just played OSU in North Dakota. Then we're like the two best teams on our schedule. Right. And so going into the to the conference play, I feel like we'll match up well. Right. So it's uh, Abilene Christian this week. Have you have you had a chance to watch much on them, or do you know much yeah, about them yet? Um, we watched them this morning after uh, we go to stretch with Fodio Mondays at 8.30, and then we watch about two hours of film. Okay. So. You like stretching? Yeah. Is that fun? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, can't be, than it can't be fun. That's better than lifting, right? It's I mean, necessary, it's, though, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels good after. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we talked, you know, before the season, and those who didn't hear the interview, I wanted to mention your your summer because it was a little bit non-traditional. You took an interesting trip this summer. Tell me about that. Oh, yeah. Um, the first part of the summer, I went to Vietnam. Um, that was awesome. Yep. You know, we got to um, share a little bit about Jesus to the people that never – Never really heard them, and um, that was just a great experience. That I feel like that after football that I want to continue to do that. Yeah. What did you learn from the experience outside of that? I mean, it was an interesting trip, right? That's a very different kind of, you know, cultural experience. It's different. You know, I mean, you approach a random guy on the street here in, our, in, in the States, they're going to look at you crazy. There, I mean, they, they're open arms, you know, and they're loving, and um, if they speak English, they're going to talk to you. Yeah. Well, for those who don't know you, you're kind of a big intimidating guy until they get to know you. So if you walk up to me, and I might look at you a little crazy, too. I don't, I just don't want you to uh, – more, more so on the football field, though. But uh, How was the food over there? Oh. It, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't walk-ons, was it? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I couldn't tell if that was a good off or a bad off. I had to, I had to bear it. I had to bear it. Sure. Well, not, not your favorite, though, huh? Not my favorite. What, do you, what is your favorite thing to eat? Probably chicken and rice. What do you eat the day before a game or the night or the day of a game? What's what's your favorite like pregame? Probably light chicken and rice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you what'd you get here today? I got boneless wings. Okay. That's a good call. All right. Very good. I normally call people out on that, but I'm going to let it go today because you're, you're David Walker, so I'm going to let it ride. <laughs> I, 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 get, I get very touchy with the nomenclature, but it's all good. How do you feel like the defense has held up so far? How, how do you feel like you guys have performed? I feel like we're still learning. Um, once we like truly click with one another and just like play as one, we're going to be unstoppable, you know, because we got we have like a a great back end and a experience. We have a lot of experienced players except for in the middle. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think we're going to be all right. So you have uh, your your role has changed just a little bit, right? As far as the way that you're being used and you're getting to be a little more 
versatile, kind of a you know moving around a little bit. How how has that been? And, and for those who haven't you know noticed or don't know, just explain your role comparatively to last year and how they're how you're being utilized. Yeah, last year I was um, handing the dirt. I didn't drop back. I wanted to drop back so bad, but um, I don't want I you to drop back. <laughs> yeah, I had to do what's best for the team. And uh, this he year, wants you to drop quarterbacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this year in Coach Stacks, um, he changed my role. You know, he said, um, "You you want to be a good player? I'm going to put you at this position." And um, I feel like I took that role, and um, I like it. I like standing up. Coach Stacks has never be soft too. Are you, you feel like you guys are holding up to that? Okay, never be soft. Yeah, I love it. I love that slogan. Yeah, who's the toughest guy you think on the defense? Um, if you can't say yourself, I can't. Okay, okay, cool. Um, mm, I'll probably say uh, Goday. Yeah, Goday in DC. I like them too. Okay. They're, uh, every time, everywhere, every time I get to the ball, they're right there behind me. Yeah. Or they there and I'm coming. So right. it's like they're everywhere. Yeah, you and Goday had a meet at the quarterback moment. I think the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how was it? How weird was it going from Oklahoma State, then Texas College, and then going to North Dakota State? I mean, you're talking about ends of the spectrum there. With that middle game in between, how, how was it? I needed to play a ton, I'm sure. On yeah, I don't he was snaps. a good fan that night. Yeah, yeah. I, we we prepared the same. Yeah. yeah, even with Texas College, we still prepared. We practiced really hard that week because uh, we knew the next week that we had a big testament. And um, yeah, I say we prepared well. Yeah. So, uh, have you enjoyed your uh, your time here so far? I mean, you know, moving up. We talked about it a little bit last year, but I mean, you like being in Conway. You like being at this level. Yeah, I love Conway. Um, coming here. Um, I found I found my walk with Jesus again, and uh, I've been surrounded with great people and people to push me towards Him. Yeah. So like, that's, that's all I can ask for, really. What uh, What do you study? Uh, health science. Okay. And so, after football, what's what's your plan long term, other than traveling the world, world and spreading the word? I want to do a mission. That, you that's do. That's what, what I want to do. do. Yeah. That's awesome. If, if, if not that, I mean, football is the same thing. Yeah. You know? Going what's, back to high school and coach. Yeah. And building up kids that. We're like me at one point. So. Uh huh. Well, you, you get to the NFL; it's a pretty good platform to spread the word no too, question. huh? Yeah, that's right. So, who have you been watching the NFL guys so far? I was I was watching Micah Parsons yesterday, and I couldn't help but think about you. Yeah, I like I like I like I just like everything about his pass rush and uh, his work ethic. Yeah, and uh, how he get off the ball and just dominant. You know, I mean, you can't stop him. Yeah, well, there's not too many dudes like you guys who are as big as you are and as fast as you are. It's a, it's a good combination to have. Yeah, it is. Hey, real quick before we go, tell me how hard it is. Uh, I don't know how many. Good on good, you guys got, but how hard is it tackling Shaderick? Oh man, um, it's hard, you know, because you peak once he's gone. Yeah. So I mean, like when he was at UNA, we, the whole week we had a scat back. We had a guy named Manny Smith. Yep. He's just as shifty as him, and um, we were we're going to stay in our gap. We're not going to peak, and we're going to let everybody fill their gap. So like, just playing against him, I don't know. It just prepares us for any other back that we're going to face. This Makes year. sense. Well, good luck this week, David. Great, great talking to you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. All right. All right, we're going to hit a break. It's 7.35. We're back here at Walk-On's. Good stuff there. And uh, we will return and dig in a little bit on Abilene Christian from the coach's perspective. Stay with us. It's the Nathan Brown Show on Buzz 2 Go purple, go gray, go UCA. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on the Buzz Radio Network, coming to you live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway, a great place to take the family or catch the game. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin. It's going to be third and very short for the Bears. Hale, battering ram, up the middle, has room, 5-4-3, into the end zone. Darius Hale. Touchdown, Central Arkansas. 
And for Darius, just his fourth carry of the game, and it results in a score. All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons in Conway for the Nathan Brown Show. And that was Darius Hale getting in the end zone. And I think, again, it's a storyline that we'll talk about probably every week, Coach, because it's such a big part of what you guys do. But I think the utilization of the the running backs and maximizing and capitalizing on their talents has been really well done uh, by your offensive staff so far this year. And it looks like the guys are handling it so far so good. And uh, I love the the versatility with KP and moving him around. And obviously, you know, Darius brings – you know, uh, his, his running style to the to the table, and obviously Shaderick is uh, is a pretty special guy in his own right. So, uh, you guys having some fun with that? Yeah, and it's 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 such a flow of the game thing, and and you know you you get a hot hand and you stick with a hot hand, and then uh, you know Kylan's so versatile what he can do. Um, you move him around, and you know I think I think that's what makes him so attractive is just not you know he's not just a running back; he can do it all. And uh, you try to utilize that, and obviously, obviously, we got to get Darius more touches. I mean, I don't think there's any question. Um, and 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 it, it, it's going to happen. It's going to have to happen. I mean, yeah. it's it, it's just the way it is. So those guys are doing a good job. I mean, they, they like anybody, they want the ball. I mean, look, I mean, that's that's just competitive nature that that, that young kids have, and you wouldn't want it any other way. That's right. like I tell them all the time. I don't want guys that don't want the ball. So um, we've got to continue to be creative. We got to get them on the field at the same time and do some different things that. Uh, continue to give us an edge, and I think uh, I think uh, we're we're going to continue to see the best out of all of them. Yeah, we're three weeks in, not one running back pass yet. <laughs> so disappointed. Imagine before the season's over. Uh, how about uh, Miles Butler, coach? We heard a lot about him in camp, and he's really played uh, he's played well here these last couple of weeks, and looks like he's maybe the go-to guy right now for Will. Well, he's done a great job, and him and Will do have a great rapport. I mean, they've worked hard all summer. I mean, even going out, you can you can rewind it back even even in the spring. Uh, they put a lot of time in, a lot of sweat equity that, that is, is translating in a positive way. And uh, Miles has a ton of upside. And, and, and what I appreciate about Miles is he's taking such a leadership role as a young guy. I mean, he's, he is a vocal guy on our offense that, um, that really is a no-nonsense young man that's mature beyond his years. And that's, that's positive to see. And, it, you know, uh, you put that combination of him and Gerard out there, uh, it's, it's pretty it's, – I don't know that there will be better than that in our league. I mean, there may be some – you know, maybe some singular, more talented guys, but those two, and then you get Christian back fully healthy. Um, you know, obviously he was limited with his finger this week. He played a little bit, which is phenomenal in its own right. Yeah. Um, to be nine days out of a surgery with a plate in your finger. Um, you know, that th- those three are, are, are going to be tough to deal with. And, you know, we, we've got to continue to be more creative with the play-action game as well because our run game has been so successful. Um, but, man, we got to be able to drop back and get those guys the ball, and, and you're going to see more and more of that in the weeks to come. In the preseason and really through the first three weeks, we talked a lot about defensive line play. You know, you talked about your pass rushers, and everybody knows about Jessup and what he's done and David. And then, you know, Golday's kind of the rising star. We've talked about the safeties, the All-Americans back there. And talked a lot about the second-level guys. And I thought your second-level guys, especially when you look at the numbers, yeah. played well the other day. Demetrius Charles, Legion tackles, and then can Darius Moore had a couple of nice plays as well. He was one of your leading tacklers on Saturday also. Well, obviously, Golday's done a great job in the in the, in the in the position move and going to the second level full-time. Uh, but really, you know, there's not a more passionate young man on our team than Demetrius Charles. That, that dude there loves football. He came in as a non-scholarship player. He earned his way to a scholarship and earned his way into an all-conference linebacker. And that's that's a testament to him, his work ethic, his passion. Um, he just loves the f- game of football. Um, and then Kadarius may be the most talented one of the group. I mean, that kid's so talented. Um, he's got instincts that you can't coach. 
Um, he's, you know, and, and, and then Darren played a big role the other night as well. So, you know, we feel great about those four linebackers. We've got a couple of young guys that are right in behind them that, are, that, that aren't seeing the field as much but that are talented. Um, but those, if you can keep those four guys healthy, we're going to continue to see growth and, and some really, really good play at that linebacker position. Seven tackles for loss and three sacks against that uh, highly touted offensive line of North Dakota State. And, and we haven't even talked about this, but, I mean, you'll never probably ever see more efficient quarterback play than what you saw on Saturday. The quarterbacks combined, and one's a lefty, one's a righty, 20 of 22, 91%, 246 and two touchdowns, and they also – were uh, among the leading rushers for the team. Yeah, I mean, that, it's a lot to deal with. They're good. I mean, uh, their their starter is is probably, I you know, I compare him. He's a little thicker kid, but similar to Parker McKinney at Eastern Kentucky. Just a hard guy to get your hands on. He's got a good feel for the game. Um, he's special now, and 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 I I think that with them, what they do schematically on offense, it it breeds efficiency at quarterback. They're great in the play action game. Obviously, their run game opens that up. Um, you know, they put us in some tough spots just with some formations and some different things we hadn't seen on film, and that's a great job by their coaching staff. But, but yeah, their quarterback plays great. And I'll tell you, the lefty, you, you talk about a great runner now, and he, and he throws it well too. But, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's got the body type of a Tebow. I mean, he's just – and I say that because he's a lefty, but um, he's a thick kid. He came to our sideline, and I stood next to him. I mean, that's a big dude. And, and so those two, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know that we'll see – quarterback play as good as those two we'll see different type quarterbacks we'll see quarterbacks that stand in the pocket and go through progressions that's not what north dakota state does they they're big on the play action game they're big on on put, putting you in a matchup problem and those guys obviously put the ball where it needed to be on saturday well they average 5.9 yards a rush and you guys average 8.2 so uh certainly did some good things in the run game let's talk about the conference a little bit here um you got an abilene christian team coming in that has been you know they're they're very competitive in every oh, game so good. far they just lost at home to uh, Incarnate Word, a top 10 team, yeah, yeah. 27-20. Um, so we're going to delve into them a little bit deeper here in a second. But, you know, across the conference, Utah Tech gets its first win in Northern Arizona. Um, we just saw Western Carolina play in the state earlier in the season, and they go over and they barely beat Eastern Kentucky, yeah. and that's a very good Western, Catamounts team. Yeah, Western Carolina beat Sanford last week. I mean, the t- top yeah. 12 team, 10 team, then it's right. So, yeah, I think the conference is in a great state. I mean, look, you see – you know, you saw Stephen F. Austin go get after a Southland Conference team in Northwestern State. I mean, wasn't even close. Uh, obviously, Austin P. Is, is, I think, 2-1 and one right now. They're doing some great things. Uh, but this Abilene Christian team that's coming in, man, they, 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 played a, they played a schedule against three FCS teams and programs and beat Northern Colorado handily week one, uh, I think 31-11. to 11. Uh, One big at Prairie View A&M, which has been a good SWAC school over the last few years. Yep. Um, one big there. Um, and then, obviously, you know, welcome to a top-10 team in Incarnate Word who who got beat out last year in the semifinals to North Coast State. So we know how good that program yeah. is and has, has become. become. Yeah, yeah. No so um, I miss the old Incarnate Word team. We used to go down to San Antonio and smack them around a little bit. <laughs> they, they've changed a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but this Abilene team's good. They're, they're full of transfers, 42, 42 transfers. Um, they're going to look the part. They may be the best-looking team in our conference. A lot of FBS bounce-back guys. They're in a location in Abilene where you get a lot of guys coming back to the state of Texas. Um, you know, they're starting two tackles or Texas transfers. They're starting two defensive ends, one's from Texas Tech, one's from UConn. I mean, they've got transfers littered all over their roster that are, are big-time players or were big-time recruits that maybe just didn't work out for whatever reason. So they're going to have the length. They're going to have the size. Um, they're going to look the part, and obviously I respect their coach. I think he's done a great job there in two years. I mean, talk about turning a program around. 
you know, because Abilene wasn't doing very well for the last, you know, five or six years. And so he's turned them around quick and, and, and turned them into a definite uh, contender in this league. Didn't talk about Southern Utah either. They lost 23-21 at number 15, Cal Davis. Yeah. So that's another team. And, again, they had the near miss at Arizona could, State earlier in the season. Yeah, so yeah. that's in two weeks. So no easy games. And, uh, you know, an interesting one to watch for fans of the UAC uh, Southeast Missouri is playing at Eastern Kentucky yeah, this a big weekend. One. I'll, I'll, be, I'll have an eye on that one. That's, yeah, for that's sure. That's going to be interesting. And SEMO should have beat uh, – uh, had a chance to beat uh, Southern Illinois, who's a top top 15 team. So, uh, you know, schedule schedule's interesting. It's going to be fun. Yeah, challenging to say the least. We'll talk more about that in our beef report with uh, Coach Brown here regarding Abilene Christian. We'll get a little more into some of their personnel and what they like to do. And then we will uh, get our two-minute drill in before we get out of here as well. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on Buzz 2 Stay with us. We're here at Walk-Ons in Conway. talking bear football tonight on the nathan brown show presented by walk on sports bistro in conway and broadcasting live from their location at 955 south amity road all right final segment here from walk-ons on this monday abilene christian six o'clock saturday be there over on the stripes it's the last late game i was going to ask the guys this you had a 2 30 start yeah. the other day we're going to play i guess out in uh Utah here in a couple of weeks, 7 o'clock Central Time. You like the evening or you like the earlier starts? I think when you're away and you're having to sit in a hotel all day, I love the earlier starts. Yeah. I mean, that, it just gets you up and going, and you're not having to buy time and do stuff with, you know, just to kill kill the day. And so getting up and, 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 and get, get breakfast and get a pregame meal in about 11 and, and get the thing going, I, I like that. And I think our players do too. And uh, it's difficult when you're on the road to, you know, kind of find things to do and stay stay you know, kind of kind of ready in the hotel all day. I mean, yeah. at home it's pretty easy because you get in a routine. You get to, you know, guys get to go back to their apartment or, or dorm and relax. And so um, that bothers as much at, at home. But on the road it's definitely easier to get going uh, on an earlier kickoff. Real quick, special teams note. Um, because of week two, uh, Chandler Karn hasn't punted enough to be eligible. Uh, but he, at 46 yards, a punt would be fifth in the country. He needs a few more punts, though. Hopefully he doesn't get them this week. But he is uh, as good as we've seen really around the country this year. He's doing great, man. He's 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 performing like you would want your all-conference, all-American type punter to perform, and and he's so solid. Uh, he's so consistent. I think that's what I think that's the part. And knock on wood, that gets you so excited is that uh, you, you know when he runs out there that it's going to be a quality kick, and that's that's man, that's such a that's such a, a weapon to have because it's a field position battle. These tough games. They're going to come down to great punts. They're yep. going to come down to special, great special teams play, and, and Chandler obviously gives us a chance in that area. How about a uh, game ball, too, to Jake Gaster? Four yeah. for four on PATs and got his first field goal. Yeah, it was big, and, and we had a penalty. One got blocked. They kind of kind of illegal formation went right over Kyle, our deep snapper, and, and were able to get, get, get him knocked back. And so we got a penalty um, and got to move it up five yards. He knocked it straight through. We've worked hard on our field goal unit the last three weeks uh, after week one, and, and uh, it's paying off. And, and Jake's a great kicker now. I mean, he's – he is uh he's very consistent. He's very very has a big leg. 
Um, that was good to see. And, it, you know, and he even took a hit on that. I mean, he took a pretty good blow to his, to his, to his kicking leg, and uh, <laughs> fortunate enough he got up and, you know, kept kicking. I asked Coach Collins after the game, I need someone to explain to me roughing. Man, it's tough. I wish I could explain it. And running into. I, I don't I don't know how that's not roughing the kicker when he's he's vulnerable and exposed yeah. and the guy hits him right on his well, kicking leg. Well, we're, we're calling illegal, you know, blindside blocks and different things that, <laughs> that people are defenseless. And yeah. that, I mean, if you're running in, I don't care how violent it is, if you're running into, and, and they, I'll say this to our guys, I mean, stay away from the kicker or the punter because they are vulnerable. They're in a position of they can't protect themselves, and, you know, he ended up with a pretty good blow on his on his kicking leg right in the shin. Well, I'll say something you can't say. Week one, Big 12 officials. Week three, Missouri Valley Football Conference officials. Okay, let's talk about Abilene Christian, Coach. The Beef Report brought to you by the Arkansas Beef Council, 2-1, and one, and uh, it's the first UAC game in history for UCA against ACU. You got all that together on the letters? Ooh. How are we feeling about uh, this week against the uh, – listen – this Abilene Christian team, again, on paper, pretty dangerous-looking team. It's band day. Should have a good crowd. Yeah, man. it's going to be great. Looking yeah. forward to that. But uh, give me kind of the overview here. Well, they're they're well-coached. Um, schematically, they're going to be multiple on offense. They play with tight ends. They like they like throwing the ball down the field. They've got some six foot three, six foot four receivers that they can get down the field, so we're going to have to be on point there. Um, but if we get lined up and, and, and get to be able to pin our ears back and get them in some third and long situations, let D-Walk and Jessup go to work, let, let some of our blitz package stuff work. I think I think we'll be in good shape. Uh, defensively, they're they're very multiple front as well. They'll be they want to base out of a out of kind of a three four look, but they'll jump into four down. They'll do some three three stack, um, but they're going to look the part. They're long. They've got forty two transfers uh, in their program, which is an extremely high number. Um, but but they, but again, they're 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 a team that is feeling success. I would say that they're probably feeling confident. Uh, playing Incarnate Word that close. Uh, you know, they, I don't think anybody takes moral victories or they won't say they will. Um, but the, coming off the two weeks they had at the beginning of the year and then coming off competing against a top ten team like that, I would think it's they're, they're in a confident state of mind right now. We've just got to – we've got to take advantage of them taking a long trip to, to Conway um, and, and, and take advantage of, of the night on the stripes. And that's, that's, that's what we have to do. Their quarterback, Maverick McIver, 15 of 32, 189. With an interception against UIW, yeah. uh, Texas transfer, you said Texas Tech. Texas yeah, Tech. he was okay. at Texas Tech, and 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 you know, Incarnate Word was you know stat wise was it was a little lopsided. Yeah, you know, and even the Prairie View game was a little lopsided. Prairie View outgained them pretty good. So um, we, there weren't a lot of turnovers either. They're finding we, ways to stay. They in are, and that that concerns you. I mean, that that really, when you look at the box score and you got you've been outgained in two of the three games, but you're still playing like you are. That's concerning because that means they've got a little bit of the it factor. Um, that, that means they're opportunistic when the, when the time comes. So uh, we're going to be on our, we're going to be our, on our best on Saturday night and and, and hopefully give us a chance to uh, start the conference season outright. All right, let's uh, get into our two minute drill here as we wrap things up here at Walk On tonight. I was going to ask this a different way, but since we got Shanderick and David here, would you rather have Shanderick as your primary pass rusher all night or have David as your primary ball carrier all night? Yeah. <laughs> That's easy, D-Walk. D-Walk okay. has my running back. Okay. I think Shundee would get swallowed up. Now, he'd be quick. He'd be hard to get your hands on, but D-Walk's got some running back background himself. If you had an extra hour every morning just for you, not not to family stuff, not football stuff, what would you do if you had an hour to, to kill on your own? Man, I, I be honest with you, I like vegging out and just sitting on my back deck. Give me an hour doing that. Just, just meditate, clear your head. Meditation. I don't get to do it as much during the fall. I'd love to have more opportunities than that. Namaste. Uh, do you collect anything? Besides victories, <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I, when I was growing up, obviously you do the baseball card thing and all that. But yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big collection guy. That's. I've got better things to do. If you had to compete in the Olympics, what sport would it be? What what event? Man, got to think Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. Uh, 
baseball. Okay. Yeah, I was a good, pretty good baseball player. Okay. I'm a baseball player. Very I pole vaulted in eighth grade. You did not pole vault. I pole vaulted. Now, there's something I didn't grade. know. I did. How that I, was it, your it best? Was not very good. <laughs> it was one of those, like, requirements. As a middle yeah. schooler or junior high, you had to be in track in the right. spring. So, I was like, well, I'm not fast. So, matter of fact, I know we're cut short on time. I had to run the 200 one time in eighth grade. And they just threw me out there. Everybody was in blocks but me. I was in a two-point stance. Yeah. How'd it go? I think I came in second to last. Okay. I didn't get didn't last. finish last. That's good. I don't um, have Sean Derek speed. Yeah. You know, the thing, yeah, if I if I pole vaulted, they, they'd ask me what my best was, and it'd be like, no, no, pole vault, not high jump. It would be <laughs> ugly. I'd be afraid to do it. Anyway, uh, would you rather run a marathon or lie in your bed for a week straight? Oh, that's marathon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Easily. At least it's over in five yeah, or six no, hours. No doubt. I I can uh, I can rehydrate and I'll recoup in a day. Yeah, I can't. I imagine. couldn't. I couldn't lay in bed. Uh, that'd be rough. I'm same. Same with you. I'll probably walk the marathon, but I I, there'll be points of walking for sure. Yeah, but, no doubt. But I would definitely do that. What's the furthest you've ever run without stopping? Man, that's probably when I was younger. Wait, probably probably five miles. I bet. Okay. I'm not a runner though. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not my thing. But you told I'm me you not, like running. I'm not more like than, I'm not like Riley. But you like running more than you like lifting. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I cardio. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big lifter. Those days, those days passed about 15 years ago. That's good. Coach Foddy was trying to get after you in there. Oh, he would. Yeah. Now he's a, he's he's a he's a maniac in there. He'll get after you. He's a maniac everywhere. I like that about him. All right, we're gonna be done for the day here at Walk-Ons next week. Same time, uh, game again. Saturday is at six, which means five o'clock pregame for us on the UCA Radio Network. So we hope you tune in for the game. Come on out and join us on the Stripes. It's band day. We'll get a little music out there, have a little fun, and uh, we'll see you back here at Walk-Ons next Monday to recap it all. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate Todd Pierce back in the studio. For Nathan Brown, I'm Justin Anchor. We'll join you next week on the Nathan Brown Show. Good night, everybody. The Nathan Brown Show has been presented live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and brought to you in part by Moik's RV, Fairfield Inn & Suites, HD Roofing & Construction, Highland Dairy, and La Quinta Inn & Suites Conway.